0: So, are you
1: ready? I was born ready, sweetness.
0: Oh, my goodness. 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 Not another.
1: Not another. Not another. Not another podcast. Hey, well, actually, that's that's quite all right, then.
0: Hello, and welcome to... Oh, my goodness, not
1: another podcast.
0: <laughs> we had that time. We only tried, you know, seven times to make it work.
1: <laughs> seven times a charm. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, it... In... Do know that it has been a long time, a very long time. It's yeah. I looked and it was like two years since I posted something, and the last time we recorded, it wasn't with Mike because Mike decided to
1: move. Yes, yes. And
0: Mike, Mike moved from me, and so it was actually with my husband. And that's my husband is wonderful. He was fun, and and But I have Mike back, so welcome back, Mike. Huzzah. And Mike has become famous since he moved. He's he's our local celebrity, and so, um, well, not local actually. Mike doesn't live anywhere near me, but um, Mike, can you tell him what you've been
1: doing? Well, yeah, I got a uh, job in Florida uh, doing essentially the same thing I was doing last time. Last time we did this. But uh, what you're referring to is my weekly economics segment. So I get on uh, on the local news station and act a fool for a couple minutes and try and teach the youngsters about, about economics.
0: But it's weekly. He is on the news station weekly so he's he's literally a local celebrity there he's he posts it every now and then he's like hey how did i do and we're all like oh my gosh we know you and you're on tv and so yeah so not only is mike on oh my goodness not another podcast and yes we'll record again we swear and we've said that like 12 million times but we really but hey, will
1: yeah we're doing it this time though
0: we are we're actually recording and and I, it literally says stop recording up there. So I mean we we're, we're actually recording.
1: Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> and all the haters on Facebook said it wouldn't happen.
0: Yes. Well, no, they're not haters. One of them is loves our show actually. So hello G. And so we really are recording. So shout out to G who who says that his, you know, hopes have been, you know, smashed before. But, but we love you. And um and my husband is just my husband, Keithor, mm-hmm. Keithor. And so <laughs> but we really are recording and and yeah, we're going to we're going to move forward and it's going to yes. be fun and we're going to have an excellent podcast today. We have some great news articles for you. Uh we were going to record like a couple weeks ago and didn't. And so I even found some fresh news articles that um are more current. And so um and then we were gonna record on <laughs> was it Thursday? Yep. <laughs> or Wednesday or something like that. And that, that one was Mike's fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had he was trying to admit, I was like, ah, you're making me work, making me work. What the heck is wrong with you? Yeah. Yes, but well, hold on just a okay, second.
0: Cause your mic is cutting out. At least it is on my side. And we don't want to to not hear you. And so not sure why that's happening. I don't know. It's odd. All right. Well, let's hope that that doesn't happen anymore, because we want to make sure we hear you all the way through.
1: Yes, of course. It's riveting.
0: Yes, yes, we have to hear Mike. And so, um, well, of course, I'm Dreams, and so um, hopefully you guys remember me and, and don't. Not yeah, you can't forget me. Oh, and I was supposed to give a shout out to one of our, believe it or not, one of our newer listeners. He discovered us recently, um, and his name is Forest and Forest. Shout out to you too. Hey Forest, um, hello. And so, um, but we're going to go ahead and get started with one of our um, traditions. We cannot forget this, even though we haven't recorded for like two years. <clears throat> <clears throat> Anyway, um even though we haven't recorded for a long time, we cannot forget that we have to start with a poo story.
1: I had actually forgotten this, believe it or not, and then as soon as I saw the articles you sent me, I was like, oh yeah. You,
0: that's because you just you hadn't recorded enough with with us to know to remember that we have our poo stories. We have to have our poo stories well, And this poo story is a little bit older but you know poo stories are excellent. so
1: well, you know I hadn't seen this I, I this is just, it's one of those things that make you go, like, this can't possibly be real. But then it's, I don't know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to to end, I don't know, I guess it's just, it's such a strange reason to end a marriage. But at the same time, it makes total sense. Why would you want to sleep in the same bed where mystery poos regularly appear?
0: Well, wait, did it appear Regularly or just once? Let's find out Okay, so he's referring To the article That we got from the Mercury News where it says Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's marriage ended over mystery poop left in bed, report says. <laughs> and so, this article says, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's 15-month marriage. Now, that's a really long marriage in Hollywood, I hear. Um, mm-hmm. their, 15, <laughs> their 15-month marriage was known to be volatile. But the April 2016 incident that finally torpedoed the relationship was a pile of poop that was found in their marital bed, according to a new report from the UK Mirror. The troubled Pirates of the Caribbean star accused Heard of dumping the feces as revenge for his being two hours late for her 30th birthday party in April 2016, the mayor said. But Hurd denied the poop accusation and continues to deny it in a statement to the Mirror, blaming the deposit on the couple's Yorkshire Terrier Boo, who had bowel problems. The excrement was discovered by a housekeeper the morning after the couple had yet another one of their explosive arguments, and the 54-year-old actor stormed out of their Los Angeles penthouse
1: yeah the the next line I think is my favorite one it's the the housekeeper thought the poop was too large to be from a small dog <laughs> that it appeared to come from a human
0: <laughs> so it's the housekeeper's fault apparently she was like no it had to be from a human it couldn't be from the dog and so but I mean how fragile was the had the, did the marriage have to be in order to break up over mystery poo
1: well i I, I don't know that I kind of get I mean <laughs> This is just, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm honestly, I'm not quite sure what to think here. I mean, it would would somebody really just put like revenge poop in a bed? And, and, and the fact that like the, we got the phrase revenge poop is <laughs>
0: <laughs> revenge poop. You know, it reminds me of what is it? What are those little vacuums that move on their own? The Roombas. Yes. Okay. It reminds me of that Facebook post that oh, went around God, years ago. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> the Roomba that found the dog poo. And Uh then it it spread it, like, all over the house. Mm -hmm. And it was just awful. That's what this kind of reminds me of, except it's in a bed, so there's no Roomba involved. But, uh, wow. And I swear, this is not an article from 2016. It It was actually from 2018. It's just... (laughs)
1: This is, this is, I don't know. I I kind of enjoy the mystery here. I hope that, (laughs) I hope that this is a mystery that never quite gets solved because it's, you know, we need a little mystery in life and what mystery in life is better than some mystery dog poo found by the, uh, the, oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, I mean, I don't know. See, now that I'm I'm thinking, there was, there was a a TV show that I used to watch pretty regularly. Uh, It's always sunny in Philadelphia and they did an episode here. Where um, Charlie and I forget Danny Vito's character, Frank, Charlie and Frank, they they would sleep in the same bed and then they wake up and there's a mystery poo in the bed. And it was a whole episode about who had the mystery poo and he ended up moving out because of the mystery poo. I didn't know this story. And so now I'm thinking that maybe. I
0: bet you it was based on this story. Maybe.
1: I don't know. I
0: mean, There's a lot of TV shows that'll take real, like, new situations or real things that happen, and they'll base an episode off of it. And I guarantee you it's probably based off of this situation right here, especially isn't—I don't watch much of that television show, but don't they do a lot of things that are kind of tongue-in-cheek?
1: Yes, very much.
0: And so I bet you anything that that was based off of this. When did they show that episode?
1: Gosh, I don't remember. It was a while ago. But, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that apparently if, if Amber Heard was was the one who did this, I bet she did it because of that Seinfeld episode where Poppy Pete on the couch.
0: <laughs> See, that one's one... I'm a little more familiar with Seinfeld than I am with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but mm-hmm. I just... I cannot imagine. Just... Mystery poo. I mean, <laughs> I, I actually have had a dog that... Pooed on a bed once, I would think it'd be more common for cats. You would think. You would think. Um, we have a dog here that was, I guess, left in the bedroom too long. Um, and she didn't poo on the floor or on the bed. She went into the bathroom and pooed in the bathroom because I guess that's where the humans poo and so that's where she pooed. Um, but. She, she's not known for going in the house ever. My guess is she just couldn't hold it any longer. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, and I wasn't even home at that point. It was when, um, my mom was here with the children and watching the children while my husband and I were out of town, but, and I guess they were just, they were gone too long one day, but (laughs) the bed, I mean, (laughs) who? (laughs) would do that. I just I don't, I don't understand.
1: Th- that, that's some spiteful vengeance on the dog's part. I think that's yeah. on purpose. Just like, you know what? I pull on your bed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and just who would think that a human would do it for being late for a 30th birthday party There are so much better reason
1: there's so much better ways and, I, and I'm wondering because I, I read a little bit further down that apparently they like snuck their dogs into the country illegal and I'm wondering if there was some sort of some jealousy some backbiting some untold story here of you know rival jealousy and that they wanted to frame the dog and it was actually you know like some sort of like 70s mystery movie where it was actually a dog but they framed <laughs> (laughs) the housekeeper out of spite for bringing the dogs in illegally
0: oh there is no telling i mean i just i i I don't know (laughs) i mean (laughs) i do not know okay well i handled the poo story i'm gonna let you handle the next story which which one do you want next go ahead mike
1: well let's see here um assume uh, oh it there you go okay like i said you know i haven't turned my computer on in about oh <laughs> four months now so it's it's still waking see, up i it's can't still live that way <laughs> Well, see i like I was, when we were talking earlier this week you know most of the time i'm just you know i either use my phone or i use uh my uh my computer at work mm-hmm. um because let me see here yeah, i guess i'll accept cookies why do they call them cookies? You, you know more about tech than Why do they call them cookies? I
0: have no idea. I don't know why they named them that way. But I yeah I, I honestly don't know. A, a, tr- a cookie to me seems like a very sweet treat. But no, cookies I don't know. seem...
1: yeah. It, it's something you want. Maybe they both <laughs> gum up your interiors or something. I don't know. <laughs> So, OK, so there's there's one I, I liked that it's it's my kind of because normally when I, th- I think about, you know, you kind of want to get revenge on somebody or something like that. To me, at least, I think you got to be creative and subtle about it, right? <laughs> like just being straight mean to somebody just kind of I don't know, there's there's no there's no creativity in that. There's no, you know, interesting things because, uh, you know, there was when I was uh, in, in school, I worked at a subway Mm-hmm. And, oh, Lord, we can do an entire podcast on Subway Stories. But anyway, <laughs> there was this one worker that she she and I just did not get along. And so she quit that job. And I promise we'll get back to the story here in just a second, but I got off on tape. That's all right. Let's take a rabbit
0: trail. Take your rabbit trail.
1: <laughs> got to chase those rabbits down their holes. And, <laughs> and, and we, we just did not get along at all. And she quit to, to take a job as a masseuse at a, at a gym. And I was thinking, you know, we, we didn't get along, but I just, I'd let it go because she was going to be gone. And then I was thinking, how hilarious would it be if I went to her gym and ordered a massage, but before she knew it was me, I went in and, you know, get myself prepared and put, go face down on onto the massage table and things like that. And had her give me. Is this me- like
0: one of those naked massages?
1: Um, I don't know. I think that would be uh, that would have been good at that point. I mean, I would have you know that would put have been it out. Weird. On, anyway. Oh people.
0: yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And then when we're done, you know, I turn over and I'm like, ah, see, thank you very much. And then she's just all horrified that she just gave a massage to somebody that she hates. And see, that to me, <laughs> that is some creative revenge. Other than, well, I guess you know, <laughs> pooping in the bed is pretty credible too. Creative. <laughs> See, that, that's the that's, that's kind of a, a revenge I appreciate. But anyway, <laughs> the, 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 there's this one here that um, the, the, the uh, headline is Soup Bully Won't Stop Sending Anonymous Food Deliveries to Confused Neighbor. <laughs> and I love that because I can see myself doing this. Just in an extremely bizarre but ultimately harmless move, a stranger won't stop anonymously uh, seamlessly free soup to a neighbor's house. Naturally, the soup-hating neighbor is not pleased, and and, and I don't know. It's just it's just something about it, like the fact that it's soup. <laughs> like, what a strange thing to have delivered. Just, like pizza, you know, that's fine. You know, people deliver pizza, and you can get burgers delivered and things like that. But but soup. That's so oddly specific. And 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 just the thought and the motivation, you had to seek out someplace that actually delivered soup. I mean, and you was, had to
0: seek was... out something that they hate. I mean, who hates
1: soup? I know. This means this this was, you know, it took some thought and took some planning here.
0: <laughs> and who found who what what news site finds this news article? That confused me. <laughs> I mean, who who find this news,
1: <laughs> uh, and 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 again, like, like you hate. I mean, you know, it says that the person was a soup hating neighbor. I mean, it's like, w- w- what kind of soup are they sending? I mean, because like you know, everybody likes like cheese, broccoli, cheese soup, or you know, are they send them like mulligatawny or something like that, you know, apparently, borscht, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I even love like ramen, I mean, soup is just great especially you know on days like this where it is cold because you know we're in Texas and well I'm in Texas and right now it is cold and you know last night I even had hat and gloves and everything mm. you know bright night lights and, and cold and mm. so soup just either soup or chili that's what it is on days like
1: this it's either soup or chili <clears throat> soup is great you know what I miss because hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out here in Florida where it's Sunny, eighty-five, and like eighty shut percent humidity. Up, shut up! Shut up! Well, it, it gets a little tedious at times, but <laughs> is 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 Frito Pie? You're so yeah. If 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 you got if the people out there in in Radio Land don't know what Frito Pie is, like real Frito Pie, like the actual real Frito Pie, you just get like a bag of Fritos, like one of those little what is it, like three-ounce bags of Fritos? Yeah. And then you just open it up and you just pour chili and cheese on top and just eat it like that, right? None of this fancy in a casserole dish. None mm. of that nonsense, right? You just pour the chili straight into the bag.
0: Oh, and if you can get homemade chili?
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> or as the great Hank Hill once said, is this made with wolf brand chili? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: know. Hormel tends to do pretty well, though.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons I think to like this this soup story, just the just the randomness of it, just the I I don't know, like the the bizarre but harmless, I guess, is what I like, and it reminds me of this time when I was again back when I was in school in Colorado, that I don't remember how it came up or how it happened, but I had some uh, some friends who were from Bulgaria, and I got a hold of some Bulgarian postcards. It's a, maybe I guess like the fact that I'm starting this 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 story this way makes me kind of give a little insight as to why I find this story amusing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember how it happened, but they were like Bulgarian postcards. And it was for like some, I don't even remember, it was like for like a Bulgarian like vitamin supplement or something like that. But, and they're like, they was written in Bulgarian and all that. and But they were postcards that you could actually send to somebody. So I got a whole stack of these things and I started sending them to this friend of mine and his wife and so he would come to school you know like a week later after I sent it it's like did you did who sent me this and he thought it was the Bulgarian guys because why not and he goes up to me he's like did you send this to me he's like no I have no why would anybody send you a Bulgarian health supplement that's that's such a strange thing to do why would anybody do this and so I kept sending them I ended up sending them like five or six of these things And I, st- I still to this day Don't know if he knows it was me Who was sending them these Bulgarian health supplement cards
0: Well, but. if you send him A link to this podcast He's going to find out <laughs> <laughs> But it does sound like something you would do I still remember the Mike in high school Who wore like these shorts every day It didn't matter if it was like 20 degrees outside mm-hmm. And a t-shirt And like never Like Never wore a jacket. Never.
1: I don't know quite why I did that, but I mean, like, even I've been doing that for forever. And even, like, back in middle school, when I lived in Colorado in middle school, you know, I would wear shorts. And my mom, to this day, she still likes to tell stories about how I would wear, like, plaid shorts.
0: Yeah, they're plaid. Like, yeah, every time. Yeah. They're, like, the plaid cargo short things and, like, mm-hmm. yeah, and, like, T-shirts and never a jacket. And I was like, really? You're going to freeze? And you're like, nah, I'm good. And yeah. I'm like, hmm. and, and now I guess you were, you were doing this thing where you just knew that you were going to someday live in Florida.
1: I, I guess just, you know, psychically new. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah so the, the plaid shorts and the pink Floyd shirts, that was, that yeah. was my, uh, that was, that was what I wore. A lot of pink,
0: a lot of pink Floyd. Anyway. So yeah, uh, I, I the, the soup, I just revenge soup. I don't. So now we have revenge poo and revenge soup.
1: There seems to be a theme emerging here.
0: Yeah, that wasn't on purpose. I just found funny articles. Um, it works out though. All right, our <laughs> our, our next article um, is uh, It's it's from Scottish Sun, but it it's called, called "It's a Miracle." Family shocked as 95 year old wakes up during his funeral, claiming "I was just having a nap."
1: <laughs> I mean, you got to be deep asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know right
0: Okay so during a, Now he wasn't like embalmed or anything
1: yet um, No I mean I like how quick are they Burying this guy I mean <laughs> you think you Like want to poke him a couple times Then like five <laughs> minutes later you're already digging the guy's grave I mean really? how quick was this How quick was this burial but, no. Anyway sorry
0: <laughs> during, during a pre Funeral bath It says the OAP do we know what OAP
1: means I uh, Do not know
0: no clue. Okay, so we're just going to say the man stunned his family when he started shivering and eventually sat up and spoke, reports claim. So, a 95-year-old man shocked his family when he woke up at his own funeral saying he was just taking a nap, according to reports. A doctor told the family that Bhudaram was dead after he fainted in his home in the northwestern region of its um, Rajasthan in India, local reports say. Ram is said to have been declared dead on Saturday, and a priest was summoned to the home to perform the um, pensioner's last rites. Photos of the large family show the man with their shaved heads, which is part of the pre-funeral ritual. Balu Ram, his eldest son, said the family were preparing the customer to clean the body before the funeral, when the man started shivering. When the water was poured on the chest, the family were shocked to see him shaking, so they took him to the bed and he started visibly breathing Reports say So I guess before it didn't look like he was breathing Ram reportedly sat up And told his grieving relatives That he had a pain in his chest So he decided to take a nap His 65 year old son hailed it as a miracle He told the Times of India He started breathing and sat on the bed soon after When questioned by relatives He said he'd suffered chest pain and slept It's nothing but a miracle And so I just
1: I See, guess... that goes to, like, when did he wake up? Like, when they started bathing him? You know, it's like, you know, just poke him a couple times, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and
0: I don't know their their rituals there. I guess they shaved everybody's head. So it had to have been a while. I mean, it, it takes a while to do that. And if they say he collapsed. And, I mean, he's not young. He's 95.
1: Yeah, that's, I, hmm. I don't know. but Oh, I think I I figured out what OAP might stand for, seeing as how it's Scotland. Uh, Old Age Pensioner. Really? I have no idea. That's just my guess.
0: That seems mean. The pensioner. pensioner. Well, yeah, it says the pensioner claims he's only taken out. Maybe? I don't know. I just figure Uh, it's a man. I mean, when you look at the pictures, he's, he's not young. But yeah, everybody had already shaved their heads. I mean...
1: I'm kind of I just, wondering when they took that picture because, like, in, in the preview, like, when you click on it to get to link to the page, mm-hmm. it's, it's, got the, it's got the guy's head circled. And so I'm, like, thinking, you know, is this a picture of, like, right when he woke up and the guy's feeling his head? He's like, what did you do to me, dude? I was just taking a nap and you shaved me? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, but, I mean, all the other guys had their heads shaped, too. Almost all of them.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, I mean... I, It makes sense that they would bathe someone before they. I'm I'm sure their traditions are not the same as ours as far as burials go, but to, to think someone is dead and then they come alive. I mean that would be creepy no matter what. You see, there's so many. You know halloween shows on you know the 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 crime shows on television that are based on this type of thing just to to think someone's dead and then poof they're they're alive again that it it is kind of creepy but well
1: uh, he was he was taking revenge for something that they had done earlier in the week
0: you you just have to twist this toward the revenge angle <laughs> you have to make it all
1: <laughs> you didn't oh, bring man. me my soup so i'm going to pretend i'm dead
0: Oh man, I, I can only imagine though the family either relief or just horror or oh my gosh, thinking he's dead and then boom. So yeah,
1: I know. and then what if some of them were like, like, dude, what the hell? What what is?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I have fun finding articles. <laughs> All right, your turn.
1: <laughs> okay, let okay. So let's see here. Well. There's one that I saw mm-hmm. that that you sent me, that I think me living in Florida, I think I have to be the one to take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. It's uh, it starts off with a quote. He's like a dog. So, seeing as how you know you, the people who are listening have been listening for a, a while, know that when minus we start two years. Our, yeah, yes. minus two years. Well. <laughs> that when it's when we start off he's like a dog you must you know instantly think well this is clearly not a story about a dog but it's owner of 7 foot alligator found in home vows to get his pet back and it's it's one of those things where you know, there's there's the whole Florida man thing. You know, the Florida man has his own Twitter account and things like that. And you would think that this would take place in Florida, but it doesn't, which makes it all the better. Apparently it took place in Kansas City where uh, animal control officers removed a seven-foot alligator. And that's not a small alligator because we got alligators out in the ponds out where I live. Uh, removed a seven-foot alligator from a Kansas City home Wednesday during an eviction. And the gator's owner says he'll fight to get him back. And (laughs) that's where do you you put that? I mean, you couldn't where do you put that? How do you like sequester an alligator in Kansas City? Well, but
0: he's only seven feet long.
1: (laughs) I mean, what would would you like? Like put him in the pound or something? I mean, what would you even do with this
0: I think it says they put him in. um... Oh, did you see what the alligator's name is?
1: What was it, catfish? Yes
0: the alligator's yes. name is catfish and then he has three ste- or three snakes and a rabbit named dinner
1: Yes <laughs> oh yeah so the, the guy said he was only 15 to 18 inches long when he got him four years ago. yeah yeah I mean seven foot allig- alligators I mean living here in Florida you know every now and then you'll see like these giant 10 foot alligators like lumbering across a golf course or something like that. And a seven foot alligator—that's a big old thing. Because the ones we got out in our pond are only like maybe four feet long or something like that.
0: You got alligators in your pond? Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Wow. See, that's 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 one thing that you know. You know there's so many cliches about Florida, and one of them is you know there's alligators everywhere. And when I moved down here, I was like, there's no way that's that's true. That there's like just alligators like in the city. But yeah. <laughs>
0: There, yeah. there are alligators in your pond.
1: Yeah, yeah, the the little retention pond that we have, uh, you know, 200 feet from my house.
0: And you yeah. have a daughter.
1: Oh, they're they're not going to do anything. Um, they're more afraid of you than you are of them.
0: You say that, but there it, have been stories.
1: True, but I mean, I, some of it is just you know, you have to realize that they are alligators, but like there's going to be these kids. Well, they'll go and they they fish out of the pond. So they're, like, right on the edge fishing. I'm like, you do know there's an alligator in there.
0: Okay, so you're not, like, letting your daughter do that.
1: No. no. Okay.
0: Because I'm like, you have a kid, and and 200 feet from your house, there's alligators in a pond. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think I'm moving to Florida. Just just pointing that out.
1: It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You know, like you, mm-hmm. you'll see them like swimming around in there and like just their eyes are poking up out of the water. It's nope.
0: Cool. nope. 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 <laughs> nope. That's about as big as a nope as, well, I don't know. We've got spiders here, but that's a bigger nope than the spiders. Nope.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and where we are too, there's uh, I, I I'm not quite sure what the story is on this, but uh, in one of the, uh, cause we live, I guess, very loosely quoted quote unquote in the country uh the house across the street <laughs> That's hilarious. I have yeah. cows behind me. Yeah, we have cows behind us too. Like um,
0: literally right outside my fence, there's a huge gigantic thing of cows. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, our our subdevelopment uh, or subdivision butts up against uh some agricultural areas. Um but across the street they have a giraffe. <laughs> just like and just this random house in in random Florida. And they got a giraffe And I, I have not seen this giraffe But my wife swears up and down That this giraffe exists <laughs> um, And of course it does I, I have no reason to not believe her But I'd like to give her just you know tons of crap That she's hallucinating this giant giraffe in Florida <laughs> Because why would there be giraffes in Florida?
0: I want an elephant <laughs> We have a really big yard I don't see why we couldn't have an elephant
1: That would be something That would be something
0: I know, right? You can have an yeah. elephant. Yeah, and they're adorable. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and here you go. It says, "I built him a ramp to get back in his tank because he's a big lizard, and he likes to come out and play. And oddly enough, he likes to come sit on my lap."
0: I would not be snuggling with an alligator. That's... it also says that his his the animal's diet consisted of chicken nuggets, steak, deer, and fish.
1: How this story is not out of Florida, I will never understand. <laughs> because honestly, the only reason why this story is weird is because it's from Kansas City. If this story was from like Naples or Fort Lauderdale or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, okay, it's a Tuesday. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, then then there's the paragraph. He was like a dog. I don't think he knew he was an alligator. He said, I tell people all the time, I've got an alligator who can't swim. He's scared of the dark and scared of thunderstorms. <laughs>
1: I mean, and and see, this is like one of another one of those like cliches about Florida that like Florida man exists and and Florida man would do something like this. Like, like, in in all seriousness, stories like this come out once or twice a week. And (laughs) and it's just, it's like I said, if this had taken place anywhere in Florida, I would have been like, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, but it's not It's no. Kansas City, and so I just I'm still at a nope though nope
1: nope. Yeah, I I, I, I it's I don't understand how you could cuddle an alligator.
0: I, like, he's he says it sits on his like lo- I don't know. I just find the I don't know.
1: Like I mean I've, I've I've held snakes before. Like I've held like a big old python or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Um, That's another nope. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, those things aren't—they're not going to do anything to you. But I mean, like when they want to be, those alligators can be pretty quick when they want to be. So, I can imagine. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway.
0: Oh well, hold on. Let's pause for a second because this next one might have an ad. I haven't opened it yet. I should have opened it earlier.
1: Okay.
0: Let's see. I'm going to try to pause it. Stop the ad. Content loading Wait, wait, wait Come here Oh, yay! I would have to click it to unmute it That's perfect, okay, it's muted Alright, so, here we go A 69-year-old Dutchman Oh, this one's from the Huffington Post Ah. That one is, I know, right? Scream
1: Okay. Ah, hold on (laughs) (laughs) Why are you yelling at
0: me? Why? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that ad you were warning me about was <laughs> blasting into my ears. Okay. No, we're, okay, we're good now. Yes, you did. You did give me fair warning. I
0: did. <laughs> okay, so, 69-year-old Dutchman attempts to legally lower his age to 49. Mm-hmm. Media personality Emile Rattleband says dropping 20 years from his age will put him in a luxurious position on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> a 69-year-old man in the Netherlands wants to prove that it's legally possible to be as old as you feel. Emil Rattleband has filed a lawsuit against the Dutch government requesting that his date of birth be switched from March 11, 1949 to March 11, 1969. Rattleband, a media personality and motivational guru specializing in self-awareness, compares his attempt to turn back the clock to identifying as transgender. We live in a time when you can change your name and change your gender. Why can't I decide my own age, he asked, according to the BBC. Rattleband told a court In Arnhem that having An official age that did not reflect His emotional state was a challenge For his career and love life According to the Guardian When I'm 69 I'm limited If I'm 49 then I can buy a new house And drive a different car he said I can take up more work And when I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69 I don't get an answer When I'm 49 with the face I have I will be in a luxurious position <laughs>
1: It, the, the choice of the word luxurious, too, is a little suspect.
0: Yes. <clears throat> Rattlevan told AFP that telling his real biological age to per- a prospective date was cramping his style. I feel much be- or much younger than my age. I am a young god. I can have all the girls I want, but not after I tell them that I'm 69, Rattlevan told the news agency. I feel young. I am in great shape, and I want this to be legally recognized because I feel abused, aggrieved, and discriminated against because of my age. All Rattle- right. <laughs> Rattleman said that in exchange for being legally legally younger, he would agree to renounce his pension. The judge acknowledged Rattleman's argument, noting that the law does allow people to change their gender. However, he also noted that allowing people to change their birth date would mean legally deleting part of their lives, according to the Telegraph. Hmm. A written ruling is expected within four weeks.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess kudos to him for giving it a shot, I suppose. But <laughs> you know, it's like about you know, when you turn thirty <laughs> three years in a row or something like that. yeah.
0: I I I turned twenty eight like I don't know a lot of years in a row, so I can't mm-hmm. say anything. But. <laughs> But, I mean, legally, on my driver's license, my birth date didn't actually change, it's just what I claimed to people changed, mm-hmm. and so I just didn't show them my driver's license. And so,
1: <laughs> yeah, and why, why couldn't you just lie on Tinder? Like, apparently, isn't that like like what Tinder is? Just everybody just lies on it anyway.
0: I have never used any dating sites, so I can't tell you. Yeah. Um, I have no experience, uh, yeah, um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea But
1: uh, well, I, I guess he raises some good points You know, I mean, I guess if there is some sort of ageism In housing or something like that You know, that might be legitimate But, uh, I don't know, it just, it just sounds like he was uh, Trying to get with the ladies And was being confounded oh,
0: sorry, you can't really change The day you're born It's the yeah. day you are born on
1: Yeah, I, and I mean, I guess If that's all he wanted to do, why not just change your date On your profile? Why go through all the hassle?
0: I, I yeah, uh, I because uh, eventually someone would find out that he lied and they'd be mad about it.
1: Uh, well, see, well, I, I don't know. I guess since it's been a while since we've done this, and I'm now in Florida and have adjusted to the Florida way of doing things, <laughs> it's just, it's just there's there's this retired there's retirement communities and retirement. You were in California
0: cities. before that. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> But, just saying. Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, and, and and there's just it, and it's it's now the season that uh, all the uh, all the older uh, all the old people and all the retirees are coming down here, but uh, there's this this city. It's a retirement city. It's like a legit city called mm-hmm. the Villages. Um, that's, again, in my personal opinion, I'm fascinated with this place. You could probably devote an entire podcast to it. But anyway, it's this <laughs> retirement city. And I was reading that you know the county that has the highest rate of STDs in the United States, I mean, you may – I don't know what you would normally think of when, when it comes to mind, but it's actually the county where – that city is where the villages is. Is actually the city that has the highest STD rate.
0: As far as I understand, retirees love to get it on. And so, yeah, actually the, the largest reported amount of STDs is not amongst young people. I believe it is amongst our Mm -hmm. older population. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a, that's actually, it seems exactly right. Um, Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just like,
1: I don't know, move to the villages (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he wants younger ladies
1: Yeah, well, okay Yeah, okay, fine
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just what he wants But you know what, I, as far as I understand There are plenty of younger ladies That want to get it on with older ladies Maybe he should try sugardaddies.com
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking You know, because, I mean, if he's It sounds like he probably might have a little bit of money And if he's wanting to buy houses and can't So well, yeah, just did. get a sugar daddy
0: I mean he's he's uh he's a media personality you would think he and so I don't see why he couldn't go to Sugar there's lots of younger ladies that do like older men mm-hmm. and so maybe just Tinder isn't the right place
1: <laughs> desperately clinging at the last scraps of youth on Tinder yes. <laughs> Oh
0: I I'm I'm kind of sad that we're talking about this in a serious manner um <laughs> That was not the intention of this article (laughs) (laughs) Oh lordy Okay so I think (laughs) Oh I think well There's one article that we'll talk about next time And I'm not going to hint at what it is And so that was the third one that I had posted on there And so I'm going to let you do the heartwarming one
1: The heartwarming one I'm assuming it's this uh...
0: The last one
1: Yeah let me see here. So, when teacher asks students to share supplies, boy offers up pencils with sweet personal messages. And I, I, I saw this uh, article on on my uh, on I guess on Facebook earlier t- earlier today.
0: I I, I, I shared it on my timeline when I found it. Yeah, yeah,
1: maybe that's where I saw it. But yeah, this this actually is this, this is sweet. <laughs> so is. this yeah, this boy's small gesture of kindness towards his classmates is having a big impact on adults across social media. Uh, Amanda Cox praised the youngster's compassion on Facebook after she asked her students to share some of their school supplies with their classmates Um, let's see here Cox quickly discovered that these weren't just ordinary pencils however as she was sharpening the writing utensils she noticed they all had writing on the side and as it turns out the boy's mother had written personal individual messages of love and encouragement on every single pencil saying things like you are perfect and I am proud of you and this will be a great year yeah, that's 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 nice. But when I was saw this the first time, I I thought it was the the kid who had written all of those things on his pencils. But apparently it was the mother. So.
0: Right. And when you look at the article a little more uh, carefully, what it is, is that the teacher had asked for her own pencils back from kids um because she noticed that she was short on pencils and so she's like you know uh look in your desk see if you have any of my pencils hanging out in there and the kid had said hey can I keep my own pencils and she's like well of course and then he's like well I guess you could have a few um for the other kids and then she started sharpening them and then she noticed the little notes on there and I mean it's really sweet and I had not seen this before and I have a lot of teachers on my timeline and so I'm kind of surprised that I hadn't run across this one. Um, but it, it and it caught me, as funny because I actually have a friend named Amanda Cox, but it's obviously not this Amanda Cox. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's an art teacher. My friend is an art teacher. This one is, I don't know what she teaches. But, um, and so it, it's sweet that a mom would take the time to do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know we're we're supposed to let our minds ping pong around, right? That's half the fun, and it it, it reminds me of like where where I work. I don't know. I don't know, it, it's just school supplies. They just tend to have they they tend to grow legs and just walk away. Oh yeah, it's the weirdest Especially
0: thing. Especially pencils. Pencils. I mean, I swear they'll lose five pencils a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And every every time I go to teach class like I, I like about once every two weeks I have to go over to the, to the receptionist to get a new black marker. Cause I don't know, there'll be like three black markers in there. Then th- like two weeks later, there's no black markers and they just all grew legs and walked away. So, and the weird thing is like, it's, I, I think it's the physical plant who actually controls the dry erase markers. So it's, it's like this process. You can't just like get a dry erase marker. You have to like go through this process, which I thought was, <laughs> thought was very strange, but you no, know, whatever. I <laughs> mean, the choice of teaching.
0: When I was a teacher, I would always misplace my dry erase markers. I was I was one of those teachers who would walk around and, like, set them down in random places. And so I would then be looking for my marker, and it wasn't where I needed it to be. You know, like, they have those trays at the bottom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would never be there. Mm-hmm. And so my students got to the point where they would, like, track where I walked, and they'd be like, it's over there. <laughs> Ma'am, it's over there. (laughs) Because I just randomly walk around with things and I set them down. And I find this now in my own children. My son does this all the time. He walks around with stuff. And and so we'll find things in the most random of places. We're like, why is your sock in the kitchen? And (laughs) Or just, I mean, we'll find like a Lego. And he's like 14 now, but that's not the point. We'll find like this Lego figure in like, I don't know. It'll be in our bedroom, and we're like, "What the? Why is this here?" Or we'll find random things in the bathroom, and he's, it's because he'll pick things up, and he'll just walk with them, and he'll set them down because he's going to do something else. And he obviously mm-hmm. got that from me because I did that with my markers and with everything else. And so, yeah, classroom supplies are like they they grow feet and they walk and. I just figured half the time, they don't do it on purpose. The kids probably are just as absent-minded as I was, and they just have it in their hand, and so they walk with it. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I tell my students whenever I have they're like, oh, can we set up something or something like that, you know, like a, a, a tutoring or you know, office hours or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you have to send me an email because I will forget to do this. Oh, and, yeah, and I, I straight tell them that, you know, the ball is in your report. If you don't send me an email, I can't be held responsible for my own forgetfulness. And so, um, you know, at, at least then it's kind of at least from my perspective, it kind of kills two birds with one stone, right? One, I don't have to remember it. and and two right you know the the real reason the teaching moment that i would say is it's teaching them responsibility and and having them be accountable for their actions and things like that but no it's because i would forget
0: yeah it's because you're forgetful yeah Mm -hmm. I, i i get that 100 my my question is if he gave her this many of his own pencils how many pencils did he have
1: yeah oh that's where they all went a that's whore. a
0: lot of pencils mm-hmm. No, I mean, obviously there were his own pencils, because his mom did all of this On them, but and I mean, I would have never thought of something Like this for my own kids mm-hmm. It didn't even dawn on me to write on their Pencils,
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I know their Pencils disappear, they vanish
1: <laughs> Well, maybe that's why You never wrote on them, because you knew they would just Disappear
0: Yeah, but, I mean, even if another kid found this pencil, that's pretty cool
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, you know, the, the pencil gods have smiled upon me
0: I guess I tried to get them pencils that they would try to keep a hold of But, you know, we know that that never happened <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Pencils just like, I don't know Pencils are those things But, you know, what really got me about this Is that When, when I look at the actual post now It's had uh, 396,000 reactions Um It's got 25,000 comments and it's had 253,000 shares. And this is from, um, this was from October 2nd. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little over a month ago and, you know, I don't know. It's, it's sweet. We hear, we hear a lot of negativity, especially toward education and gosh, educators and parents, the conflict between all of that anymore. And so this, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I, my, my daughter started school uh, this year and when I go to pick her up and I'll just be like standing there with the bike, you know, waiting to pick her up and I'll just listen to the, 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 the parents just talking about it. and It's just, just complain and complain and complain and complain and complain. And I'm like, ah, just, I I, I don't know. I mean, I've been on like, like both sides of it now. And I don't know. It's it's just, we now see now we've got like down the rabbit hole into educational policy. Right. Who were we talking about poopy beds like an hour ago? Yes. And and now we're on to like education policy, right? You never know what you're going to get.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Not another podcast. No, no, my goodness. Not another tangent. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I wish parents just knew that you know teachers they we, we try, we really do. And it's it's usually like, you know, some sort of policy or it's administration or something like that. You know, it's like there's we're doing the best we can. We we promise.
0: Absolutely. And I mean being in I've been in both shoes as well, both as a parent and as a teacher. And sometimes it's sometimes it's really hard being the parent. Um and watching your kids struggle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it's, it's hard sometimes being in those shoes and, But it's equally as hard being the teacher and having your hands tied mm-hmm. That there's only certain things you can do to help a kid And it's hard as a parent feeling like the teacher isn't helping your kid And it's hard as a teacher feeling attacked I mean, it's there's so many things that are hard on both sides. And I wish that, what I truly wish about all of it is that more teachers and parents would feel open to communicating with one another. Like, honest to God, open communication. Yeah. I think it would really help. But there's these hard lines and... Politics. Oh my God! There's so much in the schools and outside the schools that, that I don't think parents understand how political being a teacher is.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: is they yeah. think that you know the government. This political, they've never, they don't understand, I think, how political the school is. The school is one big political environment. It's, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And, oof.
1: Well, I mean, the whole reason we do it is so we can get three months off in the summer. We're just lazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why we
0: do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, you're totally not working that entire time.
1: No, not at all. Yeah, we're off <sighs> in, like, Cancun drinking margaritas down on the beach.
0: Oh my gosh! When I was a teacher, I was working that entire time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I was developing my curriculum for the next school year. I was looking up lessons. I was creating videos. I was working that entire time. I was doing PD. Ugh, there was never a downtime. Ugh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I. I but, you know, there's not as many people that think that, I think, as it seems like. I think that the naysayers are just really loud.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't think that's what it is. The, the people that are naysayers are just really, really loud. And it's hard to hear the people that are supporters over them.
1: Yeah. So so if, if you were if you have a teacher you like, go out and, and, and tell them. Say, hey, you're doing yes. a great yeah. job. Because, honestly, that's that's... That's going to go a long way, even if you just say, hey, you know, thanks for helping my kid or you know, thanks for walking them to the curb or, or whatever. You know, just random things are, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: The, the, yeah, like teachers never, they never hear like the good stuff, like the good feedback kind of stuff.
0: It's very rare that a teacher is asked for a conference because they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. It's always because there's something negative happening. And so they Mm -hmm. very rarely hear the good things. Yep, man, that's absolutely true. Yep. Um, Moving on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, it was like like serious break there for a second. (gasps) All
0: right, we have, uh, I don't know if you knew this, Mike, but we have a friend of ours that's out in California near the fires, uh, Danny Pfeiffer, one of the Mm -hmm. people that we graduated from high school with is out near those fires and so um i don't know if you're a listener danny but we want you to know that you're in our thoughts and be careful
1: yes absolutely um, and i got i've got some friends out there too so
0: yeah you lived out near there for a while didn't you
1: yeah i got uh some uh a guy was a uh, he was the best man at my wedding i was the best man at his wedding he lives out in uh, la
0: yeah yeah i've seen the, the um, the uh, pictures from near Paradise recently, and they're just awful. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and so all of you out in California, um, be careful and, your thoughts. I mean, there's not a whole lot I can do from here, but just know that, yeah, we're watching and it's it's horrible and we're sorry. Yeah. Um, yes. but, Danny, do be careful, please. <laughs> yes,
1: indeed, indeed.
0: <laughs> yes, and um. Thank you so much for listening. I think that's all we have for today. We started with our poo story. We had lots of very weird stories in between. And then we had our heartwarming story about our um, our parent. It was about a parent who um, really cared about their kid and then their kid that was willing to share the the you know, wonderful things that their parent did with their other classmates. So that's just absolutely heartwarming and wonderful. And so uh, thank your teachers. Teachers, thank your wonderful parents as well. Um, and uh, don't forget to not leave revenge poop on on your <laughs> on your spouse's bed. If right, go least. with
1: revenge soup. Go with revenge soup.
0: I was gonna get to the revenge soup. <laughs> <but> <laughs> No revenge poo on your on your Spouse's bed and um, if you send Revenge soup make sure it's good soup um, And not soup That your neighbor would hate <laughs> Who hates soup Oh my gosh <laughs> If you're in Texas stay warm It's cold out there uh, um, If you're in California Stay safe And um, you have anything
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, no I'm good
0: He's good. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so this is Dreams, and...
1: Uh, Mike, I don't have a nickname.
0: No, Mike doesn't have a nickname, but I've been known as Dreams for a long time. And so it was wonderful to talk to you guys today, and let's see how long this takes me to get edited.
1: (laughs) I'm completely inept in that respect. That's all you.
0: Yeah, that's all me. I have to edit it first, and then... Um, I have to convert it first, actually, and then edit it, but we were so glad to share this story today. we will we will we will schedule another one we promise Yay! Yay. oh, and I think just so you know, this is like episode twenty four. um I know we had like the reboots and the redos, and yeah, I'm just forgetting all that I'm just all the episodes and um if we just count all the episodes, we're at twenty four at this point. And so, yeah, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so we will talk to you again soon. We swear. We promise. We promise. 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 Okay, bye. Doodles. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of Oh My Goodness, Not Another Podcast. The music that you heard in the outro and the intro is called Free Music and Free Beer by Alex Barroza. I use this music under the Creative Commons license.